Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into our podcast and how I would start this. <laughs> this is such a beautiful, as we say, not accidental meeting, right? We met um, a week ago. Yes. We both moved to Redcliffe in Queensland. Yes. And uh, it's funny because I asked for some connections. I think it was Facebook uh, page or something. And I asked for some connections and I got like 70 messages back or I don't know, 60 comments back and... I still didn't actually meet anyone else, only you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, very honored. <laughs> I, I would like to say there was something. Maybe maybe it was, you know, like the way you sent me a message, you talked to me, and it was really nice. And I loved what you do. And I also loved uh, that, you know, like you're new here. And I was like, okay, great. Let's let's try to meet up. And we met last weekend. It was a really great conversation. And that's why I decided it will be really nice if I can invite you to my podcast and you can share a little bit from a little bit different angle, different area of coaching or helping people, different modalities, because I we don't do really similar work, even though we're helping probably similar way, but it's, it's really, really different modalities that you use. And I love that because you're looking for energy, you're looking for a real humanity consciousness. And yeah, I just can't wait to go deeper into that. That is welcome, welcome here, Medine. Medina? Medina. <laughs> I will have it correct one day. <laughs> That's and, perfect. Medina, perfect. <laughs> yeah. And and uh I would love you to yeah, I would love to ask you to introduce yourself and tell us something about you. Yeah, I'm sure you are much better in that than I, because I met you only a few weeks ago. That means it's very nice to hear from you. Well, I, I would like to just add to the fact that, you know, when we met, there was an amazing synchronicity with that because, you know, when you're meant to meet someone, there's often amazing synchronicities around it, that sort of thing. Yeah. And I, I before we met, I wandered, I went for a sort of a wander in the morning in another part of this um place where we're living but it wasn't in Redcliffe it was another suburb or an uh and yeah because because you're in Redcliffe and and I'm sort of uh Redcliffe and so this other suburb I was walking in um I I was just walking along and I saw this um lady sitting on the beach meditating and I got the really strong message that's Alex and I thought oh don't be silly, Medina. Surely not. Because <laughs> I, I didn't really know exactly how you were going to look. And um, so I had an impulse to go up and say, oh, hello, is your name Alex? And <laughs> I thought, oh, well, I didn't want to interrupt you meditating and things. And and I didn't, I didn't really sort of um, think perhaps it was appropriate. So I just kept walking. But I did think that really clearly. And this was a totally other part of of you know where we live and 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 where we were going to meet and so when we did meet you said to me oh this morning I was meditating I said was that you sitting at this place Woody Point and and on the beach meditating and you said yes and so I was my impulse was correct that we actually connected before we actually connected <laughs> absolutely and and honestly I felt somebody's kind of walking behind I felt that and it was very strange because it kind of like interrupted my meditation but didn't like I felt it but I was like no I'm, I'm just staying here in this piece it was so beautiful and but it was this such a strong need to open my eyes and look around yes, <laughs> so yes. funny. isn't yeah. that amazing that's amazing yeah. yeah 
Yeah. So yes, I think clearly we're meant to connect and I'm so glad that you answered my email um, on my message among all the other ones because you got an amazing response. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> talking about me and what I do, uh, I, I really guess I'm just someone who is supporting the evolution of humanity in my own humble, humble way that I can. Um, I have been very much participating in the last few years, really activated to do everything that I can in a whole range of different areas to support um, the soul growth of, of individuals and the collective. And I've done many, many different things. Um, I set up a group called Guardians of Sovereignty to inform people about uh, what was happening when the whole um, COVID business began <laughs> and, yeah. and um, uh, business being the operative word. And um, then I, I um, really uh, wanted to support, um, I guess, communicating to people at a larger level about what I felt was happening in the world and, and, and the truth. And also, you know, from a spiritual perspective, and I know there's different versions of truth, but this was a truth that I was very much guided to share, which was that, you know, there was an agenda behind everything that was happening and that there was also, uh, I felt, um, energy coming from um, a section of, of humanity that were uh, striving to... Um, rise above the darkness that was on the planet and to to help in the evolution so you know there was the the negative I, I guess you could call the negative side of of what uh this agenda was by the elitists or the you know Kabbalah whatever you want to call it and then there was the positive side of things which was uh humanity coming together and unifying to um overcome the um the, the the corruption and the and the um the power play that was happening over humanity so i guess that, that that's been a major goal and and so therefore i called my channel which i started quite a few years ago arise humanity to support that process and in the midst of all that for many many years i've been doing um energy healing work, working with clients, working with the collective, uh, like groups of people, um, online workshops, things like that. Um, I, I actually have some really exciting things happening this year, which I can talk about later. But uh, I, I guess also working on my own evolution was very much part of that because it is challenging, of course, to work with other people and support them on their path if you haven't done work on yourself. So for 30 years, I've been very committed to my own growth. You know, still got, obviously, you know, we've all got plenty plenty to do still. <laughs> you know, it's an ongoing oh, process. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but um, I guess it's what makes life interesting too, because you know, if you're if you already knew everything, it would be boring, wouldn't it? But um, you know, so it's 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 a very much a myriad of 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 purposes and sort of reasons why I'm here on the planet. I'm also very creative, so I love to express myself creatively and support others, you know, to express themselves in creative ways. So I I paint. Uh, 
I do painting commissions. I've I've recorded music. I've um, performed um, with uh, musicians as a singer, uh, and written books and uh, all these things. You know, on my website. And I also started a community thing called the uh, Arise Humanity Patreon community, which is like a global community because. At the time I started it, people were feeling very isolated and disconnected yeah. because of all the, you know, lockdowns, particularly, I mean, gosh, I came originally from Melbourne and, you know, that was the most lockdown city in the world. And um, so I was striving to help people feel connected and supported. And that Patreon community is still going and we have a um, fortnightly community chat and a fortnightly planetary healing as well as um you know, beautiful meditations for ourselves, supporting the nurturing of ourselves. Uh, so all those things are happening. I've also been involved in a, 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 the early stages of a documentary called The New Golden Age, which is um, talking to people in, in Australia predominantly who are making a big difference and they're creating communities and they're doing incredible things to really support humanity because I think when we focus on those things you know people can see yeah I could do that too you know and and it supports other people to also yeah. you know do those things so yeah there's a lot and then and there's more too <laughs> that's pretty much most of it at, at this time uh there's just I just feel very activated there's so many things that we can be doing to make a difference right now and and I and I feel very strongly that this is the moment for us all to really step into our full potential, our full power, and to utilize our gifts and to no longer um, stay small. You know, in Australia, there is a very strong mentality or philosophy of people uh, sort of hiding their light and hiding their true power so that they don't stand out too much Absolutely. and they don't get, um, you know, targeted as a, like a tall poppy or something like this. And, you know, I'm a little over all that. <laughs> just like whatever I'm just gonna do what I'm doing. yeah I, and I agree because uh, the first of all thank you so much for sharing because you are so talented and you have so many things going on uh, it's absolutely amazing to see that you can somehow beat 48 hours a day in today <laughs> don't know how but very very impressive very impressive and uh, yeah look I think it, it is actually something that I experience when you talk about, you know, trying to fit in and being the fit in. And and uh, I was I lived eight years in Perth and now I moved to Queensland. And it was always kind of my dream to go this way, like this direction in Australia. But it was interesting how it took me so many years to realize that from the moment when I actually came to Australia, I don't know why, but because maybe I didn't get a job first thing, you know, I didn't start a business straight away. I felt a little bit lost. And I feel in that space when we feel lost and weaker and we feel a little bit down, we try to fit in because we want to find our way and we try to adjust ourselves. And we, we think, oh my God, I'm not flexible enough. I'm, you know, I'm the one that is the problem. That means we always judge ourselves as a problem. That means we try to see what other people do. We try to understand the culture. We try to understand behavior. But sometimes, you know, like you, you're looking at that and something inside you, that was probably the same with COVID, right? Like it's it's something inside you is telling you, that's not right. That's not that's not me. Yes, yes, I, because you're, you're dimming, I'm you're dimming, dimming your light, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. It was so hard because like I love Australians and I love people here. I have so many beautiful friends. 
but the I guess the sample of people I was meeting it was so misaligned it was very different and you know it was uh very normal to go for drink every day you know it was very normal to don't have a lot of hobbies or you know just it was very much not active culture not helping each other it was very fake and very and everyone else tried to fit in that was funny thing and you see how people are suffering inside and they're suppressing themselves i mean for us who probably can a little bit see that and feel that it was heartbreaking I actually think that that is a very strong lesson that Australia teaches, which is that there is a, a really powerful uh, cultural conditioning for people to all be sort of small and to be the same and to have like a sort of a bit of a narrow focus. You know, if you if you love sport, you're doing great. <laughs> if you're not yes. focused on sport, you know, forget about it. I actually wrote a poem about that in one of my books <laughs> um, um and yeah it's it seems to me that the lesson in that for people that have in, incarnated here and have struggled with that is to be able to overcome that suppression and to be able to shine in the midst of that and and that's a really strong lesson uh and that's for me it's not worrying about necessarily what other people think and just doing it anyway and sometimes it means that um you don't always connect with a large you know group of people I know when I was in school I had some challenges because I was very different to a lot of the people in the school that I was in and you know it's hard when you're younger but I, I, the great thing about you know, growing and, and, and maturing is that you learn to um, love your own uniqueness uh, in a way that's much harder when you're younger. Yeah, it's it's very interesting that you actually like going to the age as well. And like when you, when we go and we are younger, yes, we, we, we can suppress something because, you know, there's totally different pressure from the schoolmates. But when you think about when we just go back to that uh like people you meet and you try to be kind of ruled you know and, and it's it's like a, you're bounded you know like you are you have these massive boundaries around and and with the feeling that everybody tries to fit in uh you mentioned something and, and really just what came up to my mind was but there's so much trauma there because there's so much suppression and there's so much energy that is going inside and it's like, oh, don't say this, you know, because everybody will judge you. Don't do that because everybody will look at you like you are some beat or it's always something, right? And we stop ourselves. But every time when we stop ourselves to express ourselves, it's actually holding inside in the nervous system as a trauma. And I, like I was, I experienced massive healing in that area. That means for me, it, it's like, I, I feel it even when I'm talking about that. It's so much suppression and it's so much, pressure in general that more you suppress the more you will continue to live that way more mm -hmm. harder harder it will be it will it will become yes that yes and, and you get those physical sort of adverse reactions oh, that can build absolutely. up in your body because you're not allowing it out and and I think part of the suppression as well is the suppression in Australia and I'm not just um you know trying to be negative about Australia it has a lot of really beautiful things about it and you know I really do honor the the country and the people in many ways but the truth of the matter is that there is a very much uh suppression of the divine feminine 
it's quite there's quite a masculine sort of energy and it I think women have traditionally struggled to really um, express all aspects of their divine feminine in this country and you know I hope with this great awakening uh, which you know I see happening before me that this shifts and changes and that women are free to express all aspects of themselves without feeling the masculine energy squashing that expression absolutely love that you actually mentioned this because i will say it's not actually a female problem i think it's the men and women problem it's mm -hmm. actually both genders are actually suppressing feminine energy and they're going yes. out there with masculine and i guess it's every day in business i can see this in, yes. in executive executive roles Yes, and we suppress the feminine, and we we go out only with uh, with masculine. First of all, we are not creative. We we don't have any creativity to solve the problems. Mm. We are very narrow, like you said. You know, it's very tunnel vision. Yes, it's focused on strategies, analytical, and we use only one side of the brain. That means mm. that feminine energy has to be expressed. And I love that you mentioned that because I see that as a major problem because yes. when we go as a women to CEO positions or a leadership position we think we need to be just smart like just intellectual we need to fight with you know intellectual and and strategies and logical but that's not true because we have actually gift and we have a little easier access to that feminine energy and we still don't use it and that energy when we start to actually use it in leadership that will take us to to this massive beautiful awakening because that's so important yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. Because holistically, you've got so many things at your disposal as a as a a, a unified female. You know, you've got your heart energy, your compassion. You know, uh, your um emotional intelligence. You've Absolutely. got so and many so many things that you can access. You know, and you know the the masculine is the divine masculine is perfect. The divine feminine. Are perfect and they complement one another but it needs to all be in balance and they need to be able to freely express the positive aspects of those things yeah. and I do feel that this country has been a training ground for people who have incarnated here to really learn this lesson <laughs> yeah I think a lot of people definitely learning that lesson and it's a there is one aspect of that that really makes me not sad or not worried but it's something that I see a lot in in that uh, leadership positions there is a lot of exhaustion and there's a lot of burnout just because of that uh, leading with masculine energy only and yes and uh, just to re probably remind people that masculine and feminine doesn't mean that you will be more like a woman or you know you will be more like a man it's it's analytical and creative right like it's it's the mm. combination of those it's a uh, it's your intellect combination oh, with um, I'm sorry apologize about that sorry oh, that's <laughs> my phone off. <laughs> oh, that's all good I didn't hear that that's fine <laughs> and, and it's that uh, analytical or intelligence you know combination with your gut feeling you know your intuition and and sometimes we know with feminine energy we we can feel things and we know when they're coming right like you saw me sitting on a on a bench right and yes. you that's me and you came to the meeting a few hours later and you're like Oh my gosh, I saw you there. <laughs> and I was like, that's just so weird, right? But but we somehow know, right? And and that is power. 
because that it that is. feminine energy can lead all actually uh, masculine energy can lead into that enlightenment and, and that consciousness and connecting with the, with the universe and conscious energy or consciousness itself because that is a brilliant point because you're yeah. connecting to the universal quantum field for example when women manifest they can do it by just sitting still and meditating and going inward and then creating the universe to fit around what they want rather than in the male model which is the old 3d model which we're now stepping out of of, of going around and trying to actively create you know what they want to create in their business or whatever you know that like you say is completely exhausting there's only so much you can run around and do but if you sit still and you visualize and you co-create in that quiet inner space what you want it happens effortlessly and with ease. And that is the fifth dimensional energy that we're going into. And so we need to all start practicing that. And I'm finding for me, it's becoming easier and easier to do that. Um, not perfect at it yet, but it, I, I do notice that it's getting um, easier with the uh, download of high frequency energies and the closer yeah. we're becoming to fifth dimension the, the easier it is to to live in that type of uh, paradigm I, I love this conversation because something just pop up and it's it's like this is perfect it really it really is so important and I feel like everything important is actually said in these these few minutes right and when you say that there is a there is a way forward it's interesting because like I'm in business for 20 years and I had really great times. I had hard times, you know, it was always like that. And uh, it's interesting how the old things that even worked last year, because I, I was fully, fully masculine. Like I was, I was basically intellectual, I'm very pragmatic. You know, I was just using that part of me because I thought that's the way, you know, to pe penetrate the world, right? With masculine energy. And that, that's what we thought. Yes. And, yes. and, it, and it's great. And look, it works, but Till some, or until some stage, right? And I started to be exhausted. Uh, I I felt like I'm losing my sight. You know, I couldn't see. I was blurry. I was uh, having having fatigue and exhaustion, burnout. I don't know how we want to call it. And you know, mixed with anxiety. And it was because I was basically using predominantly only masculine energy, and I was I was doing really well, but not well in my well being. I was doing very. Yes, well. it wasn't balanced. Yeah, and, and the business was great, but at what cost? And and I was thinking, I'm really not happy. I, I really I feel exhausted every time when I need to wake up and do work. I feel heavy, and, and it was really strange. It was influencing my days, and, and it's not nice. And at the same time, you know, I was looking at that, and my pragmatism, you know, and, and intellect is telling you, ah, no, meditation doesn't work. Oh, visualization, ah, it's not going to work. You know, you, you, you wish to sit and just think right. about Maybe I just need to work harder. I need to do more. But that internal fight brings hard work into, into your meditation. That means now you have routine, you are disciplined because it's masculine energy to use yes. to for your meditation. That means yes. I was meditating, running, I was visualiz visualizing, I was doing all different sorts of uh, yoga and meditation. And oh my God, like my day was full, right? Even more full. I was doing even more. <laughs> and and it was making me even more tired and <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was like oh, not the way give me a second sure my my dogs oh <laughs> and, and that 
And that time I just kind of woke up and I was like, no, this is enough. I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. And it was it's like a mouse on a wheel going round and round. It was so exhausting. And yeah. Yeah. and it's funny how like you start to learn. And for, for everyone who wants to start and still doesn't trust it, you know, doesn't believe it and, and still doubting, I can't do it. I don't have those gifts. I was the same. I, I was thinking the same way, but there was something that, I found as a feeling, as a peace, you know, when I was starting meditating, I was like, oh my gosh, this feels so good. Like this feels so much better. Like I can see it's going to happen, but I need to pause. And, you know, those messages started actually started coming to me. And I was like, oh, well, everybody has this power. If I can do it, everybody can do it. Yes. now before I do anything, I actually, like you saw me meditating, I have to meditate because I need to put my energy together. I have to calm my mind and I want to connect. I want to be connected with the world. That means for me, that's so important. And honestly, I do 60% less and I have so much better results. I have amazing business and it's just, it's thriving and people are meeting, are loving, you know, everything is effortless. You say that, you say the word and it's exactly feeling the same way. And it's almost like, why I didn't knew this before, but I didn't know that you can actually just really stop and think about stuff and it will happen. Okay, I'm now over exaggerating, right? But you know what I mean? <laughs> I do, I do. It's it's like the energies are also really conducive to that at the moment because um it's it's like we're being encouraged to wake up in the morning and say, well, read, reading the energy of the day and saying what is an alignment with the energy for me and my energy and for this day today and for the energy of this day, it's a very different concept to how we've traditionally, you know, we, normally, you know, as a business person, you've got the week all lined up with all your scheduling and your meeting and it's all organised and, you know, but this is a very different model. So it's a model based on the energy and the flow of the moment within that day and in your own energy too, because it shifts so much. There's so much going on astrologically, you know, um, cosmically, um, metaphysically, that's changing us and shifting us. And, you know, we're, we're integrating a lot of uh, DNA shifting with the mm-hmm. high frequency energy that's being downloaded to us. You know, we're receiving in light encodings. And sometimes when we're integrating those, it can be really exhausting. I know sometimes I do get really exhausted because I know I can feel my cells like sh- shaking and recalibrating as they're integrating new energy. So you've got to listen to your body and listen to your energy and and, and also the energy of, the, of that time you know it might be a a full moon or it might be a new moon or something like this and that's going to really shift your energy as well so it's it's going to really be a different way of existing in the world I think Mm -hmm. that that we're going toward yeah and I love that uh, that awareness about uh what do you feel like how you because every day feels different you're right and when mm-hmm. we are in that busy, 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 busy mode, when we are in a busy mode, we don't have time to tune into our energy and and feeling, and we, yes. we don't feel our body. And mm. that's what I realized. I was not feeling my body, you know, like so so many years. I was just on autopilot, when we call it that way. Yes. And it was so beautiful to to start to understand even your moods, your emotions, and everything what is happening with Moon, moon as an example. Right. We are really influenced by moon a lot. And I can feel it now more and more when I'm actually really focusing and understanding and 
when I see, you know, it's full moon coming, as like, I know why I feel this way. I, I feel very tired, for example. But also I have distracted uh, sleep. That means I know I will have probably two days, you know, very tough during uh, during that that period of time. Yes. It's, it's really good to see or, or feel it or prepare yourself for that because mm-hmm. that's, that's real. The energy is still there. The energy is changing, you know, it's not disappearing. That means we are exchanging energy with nature. That means that moon, when it's impacting us, we can actually adjust what we will do that day. True, true. Listening. It's listening to your body um, and your emotions and your your emotional body, your mental body, your spiritual body. And... uh, that's the that's key to go inward and and have that inner communication or dialogue so you know what's happening and you know we're always refining this you know I I, I have a continual what's the word um, challenge to really give enough energy and balance to my physical body when I've got so many things that I can do. Um, you know, I, I do two walks every day with, with my partner and my pooch <laughs> and I, I try and swim in the ocean. Although I must say at the moment it's gone for some reason, it's a little bit Brown. <laughs> I don't know. It must be all the flooding or something, but I don't know if it's good to swim in at the minute, but anyway, so, um, you know, just having different things that you do that are honoring the different parts of yourself. And so that there's like a balance yeah. with everything in your life that's going on. I think that's important. And, and, um, you know, a lot, there is a lot of resting required at the moment as we go through this huge earth transition and, and transition of humanity that we've never experienced before in this way as we venture into these new dimensional realms. Yeah, I love that. I would love to talk to you so many hours about this because there's <laughs> probably so many things that I, I want to know, but you're, you're very... Um, have to say advanced in all that you know energy you, you know a lot about uh how the humanity is uh, going to evolve then it's probably i will ask you before we we go i notice and i want to know if you notice as well there's a lot of anxiety right like there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of that suppression and anxiety in the world um yeah. i want to know if you see it why do you think it's happening and what do you think is kind of next step for humanity to i know we, t- we t- touch base probably on a lot of different topics but what is in your opinion kind of way out of that because that's not life right that's not really joyful life sure 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 well i totally agree you know that there is so much um anxiety and 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 energy of people um bring it's what i how i see it is that there's a lot of shadow aspects of self that are coming right to the surface now that in the past, people have been able to push down and suppress, but you can't do that any longer. Anything that you haven't looked at or that you haven't addressed that's been hidden within yourself is coming up now to be seen. It's the same with all the darkness, you know, all the horrible, you know, I can't say the word, but traffic lights, you know, <laughs> the word, but I won't say what it is because we might get censored, but, you know, all that sort of thing, it's really coming to the surface on the planet in the same way because all the things that were dark and hidden and suppressed are now being pushed to the light and in the same way individually we're all feeling that so I think that is one of the reasons why there's a lot of anxiety because 
you, you might have been able to avoid or ignore these things within yourself before, but you can't do that any longer. And, and I think the lockdown, the positive aspect of the lockdown was that it encouraged people to, to be, you know, more present and to be uh, able to go more within themselves when they had that time. Uh, and it really pushed people to do more on themselves and to become more sort of self-aware and, and also aware about what was happening in the world. So that's one aspect of it, I think. And I think that there are certain souls who are, are very good at being able to see this and um, navigate their way through it. But other people are finding it more challenging as they also become more aware of the the darkness that has been in the world and then then how do, how do they integrate that and process that and still be able to function as normal when they're realizing that the world they thought they lived in does not exist in the way they thought it did and that's why the light workers and healers are so powerful at the moment because we're also here to help support people through that process because it's huge so that's another aspect. And the other thing I think metaphysically is this is all divinely aligned. So souls have made a choice of where they want to be at this time, what they want to experience, how they want to see the world. And that choice is determining what happens with their soul, what direction their soul goes and that sort of thing. So it's this moment now is the crux point for souls to uh, sort of fully realize their own um, free will choices. And I, it's funny because I had this free will in my mind because I was thinking, yeah, of course, because basically we've been attacked when you think about it, you know, when when uh, Seabird happened. <laughs> yes. It was basically, we were basically taking away our free will, our freedom, our free speech, everything. It was really, really hard, right? Because... Mm. We were judged, we were uh, weird when we were having different opinions, like majority of people. And I personally felt attacked by even like people that I knew for a long time. You know, it was, yes. it was absolutely sad. It was really hurting. And yeah, my question in my head was all the time, like, why? Like how people can do this, right? Like that was, that was my question because yeah. it was, it was hard. It was really hard for yes. people and I believe for majority of people because mm -hmm. even, even people, they wanted to have different opinion. They still had to kind of comply. And I think that was even more, even harder. And I think that's, that's why, because I, I feel like that's, that's, that, that's the pinpoint of that. Like we were really hurting for a long time. That, yes, that sort of time. that's true. And, that's true. And we need to heal that as well. Yeah. I, I, I when, when you were talking, then I was just, thinking about also how the feeling of not fitting in that I've had all my whole life in terms of the people because I've just had a different consciousness it actually really served me well in the last few years because I thought oh I, I'm good I, I, this has happened to me before <laughs> I know how to not to fit in <laughs> I know how to think differently so it actually served me but you know when I was growing up I felt 
often at times quite alone and, and misunderstood and all those sorts of things. So the, the really difficult challenges that you're talking about, I also felt them in, in younger years, but that has led to me now having more resilience and strength and sort of like a, oh, well, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> People don't get me, I don't care. You know, that sort of attitude now to be able to sort of stand up and say, what I think is important. And, you know, I, I had a channel on um, the Freedom Channel Broadcast Network for uh, about, I don't know, 10 months. And it was quite a big platform. One show got about 34,000 views. And and so, you know, I was able to speak in that um, as well as on my channel on YouTube um, because it's like, well, I've always had a sense of having a bit of a different voice to everyone else anyway. So what the heck, why not use it? Now, you know? And it's also becoming more sort of like uh, uh, collective opinion. The things that I've always thought are now more and more people are thinking the same as what I, what I have. So it's like, this is a, a wonderful feeling because I'm finding my tribe now, um, you know, yeah. like yourself, you know, magnifying people into my sphere that are on the same resonance and that have the same belief systems. And that and and that's really special because for so many years, I didn't have a lot of that. Yeah. And I love that. That was the, the bird that you mentioned, uh, misunderstood. And uh I'm calling everyone who feels misunderstood because that's very common, very, very common. And I find it a very common theme in any area, if it's business leadership or, you know, team or partnerships or even husband and wife, there is so much misunderstanding. Yes. And, and I believe that's, that's another part, right? Like we think differently. We are different. That yes. we need to start to be more empathetic. We need to be, we need to start to be more connected. We need to start to listen to each other different way not judgmental way, but really truly listen and mm -hmm. say, you know what, even if you have different opinion, I accept that. I like it. I actually like that I can talk to you and you have different opinion because that's important. It will be so sad and dangerous if we have all same, you know, opinions and we don't fight anything. That means I, I believe that that even just that this conversation if anyone feels that way, please contact, you know, Medine or myself, because it is normal. I felt like that. You felt like that, right? Yes. We felt misunderstood. We felt like we can't express what we think. We can't express what we want. And yes. it was kind of stuck in our neck, you know, and in, in throat. And it was like, we can't really language what we want to say, because everything what we say, it's just perceived the wrong way. And oh, I can tell you a story about that. Oh, God, <laughs> so many. I've <laughs> got so many. When when I was younger, I I grew up in a family that had, you know, I loved them and everything, of course, but they had a different um, consciousness to me, and I wasn't really um, given permission to speak my truth, and so I had a lot of suppression in my throat chakra. And when I was about, oh gosh, twenty. 28 I went to a healer who did a lot of work on my throat chakra and um I got um my whole throat sort of shut down and my voice shut down for three months after he did the work on it because it's like all that healing sort of crisis came up and I couldn't speak I literally there was no voice and I couldn't speak for three months and I I wore a turquoise necklace um, to help my throat chakra and it, it was on me all the time and then one day as I was walking down the street it broke and just went everywhere and it was around that time that my voice came back as well 
and I could speak again. But I've been so incredibly suppressed that I physically had the um, reaction that for three whole months after I had this big healing, there was no voice. I couldn't speak at all. Yeah, I, I had massive, massive hurting as well, like massive pain in that mm. space. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I know yes. it feels it feels terrible. But yeah. it's, it's interesting how all those suppressions that we talk about, all suppression of feminine energy, all suppression of you know anxieties and fitting in and don't don't actually express your opinions and, and your message. And everything what you want to say, you know, don't don't try to avoid conflicts. And you know, all the co conversation communication needs to be communicated. Yes, I see so many of that, and I really want to highlight that because I feel like that was really really important message in our conversation. Just to really try to be transparent. Transparency is the is the new way of leading. is is so important in leadership. So important in you in your life, personal life with your mm -hmm. children. Yes. With, your, with people with team with your colleagues is so important so it's, let's be transparent and, and let's actually give each other feedback and talk openly yes yes I love this conversation because it flows so well with you all these topics you know it's so important you know for to, to chat yeah. about these things and I think that um the greatest struggle that you've had in your life, so one of them for me was to uh, being shut down and being able to express myself. It's actually my greatest gift, which is to be able to speak out and to be able to communicate and in, in a larger scale, you know, to talk to groups of people, to to talk to the collective in a way. Um, and and that was the opposite of what I of how I felt when I was younger, and, and it was my one of my greatest struggles. So that's often your greatest gift. So I think that's really important to know as well. And that also when you have been through that and then you've been able to overcome it, you can help other people that are going through that thing. And and then we can support one another um, so beautifully, you know, in this unified field when we realize that those are also our greatest gifts. Yeah. Absolutely. And I will probably just say thank you because I know we both have a, another schedule going on, but I would love to say thank you so much for your wisdom. Thank you so much for sharing everything, everything universal, because it, it is really universal language. Um, thank you for sharing your, your journey and everything, what you do and because you share that, you know, you have books, you have your websites and, and I, I will share all links. That means anyone who wants to connect with Benin, I will definitely share all her links. That means you can find her on YouTube. You can find her on her website or connect via channels. She will give us the link to, but I would love to say you are a gift to a lot of people. And I believe in the community and, and your work is, is really truly a gift to humanity because you have total pure intentions and that's what I love about you and that's what I learned in only in a few weeks time that I know you and I love to be with people that have pure intentions because it is for real help and I think that's what we all need because that's to me that intention is actually healing because I would love to see all your books and also see how I can or you know other people can support you and join you that will be so great to to hear from you and yeah if you can share what is the best way to connect well thank you Alex that's really beautiful I think thank you thank very you. kind of you I I guess I've got my uh, website which is www.medina.com uh, uh, and 
So that's one way. Oh, obviously it's above me in the video. I just realized, I just realized that. And um, the other thing is that um, this year I've got some amazing uh, offerings that I'm launching for 2024, which will include working with humanitarian projects like uh, supporting uh, animal shelters and um, children and homeless people. There'll be different humanitarian projects we'll be supporting with our work. So uh, I'm working with a lady from Brazil, an incredible lady called Sandra Fanti, and we're going to be offering um, very, very, very affordable uh, healings, different types of healings, person, personal healings, business healings, pet healings, different things. And then you book them and then a large percentage of uh, some of that healing goes to these uh, projects. So if people want to support that, and we can only make this work by people coming on board and, you know, being part of it. So I really encourage everyone to come on board uh, with this. You can go to my website and find my Telegram link there to find out more. There will be a page that I will be publishing. I think it's tomorrow or the next day, which will have all the information on there. And there's a Telegram site um, called Creating a Better World uh, and that telegram site creating a better world will have a lot of announcements and latest information about what we're what we're releasing but uh, yeah we're super excited about that and um, just trying to create uh, a, a, a sort of an energy that has momentum that is supporting things that 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 need you know support and there are so many beautiful um charities that that we'd love to support we're also looking for people to tell us you know what they think is important to support and to share with us that information and we'll look into that as well as we uh do more and more um of these sessions and can support these charities more and more. So, you know, we, we do want that interaction from people to also tell us what they think is important, but we've got some amazing uh, charities and uh, humanitarian causes that we're um, following up now to be able to uh, contribute to in 2024. So I'm very excited about that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds very exciting and, um... Yeah, I will talk to you about it as well because that was uh, that's very funny because uh, I started kindly the project. But I will talk to you because that is very very similar direction around that uh, charitative work and and really try to help uh, animals. That was Earth. That was that was children. There are people, and uh, I think that's a little bit a little bit of alignment. That means that would be really nice if you can chat about that as well. That awesome. Oh, that's lovely. And I, I'm looking forward to, you know, us being able to develop our friendship here too in this part of the world. So that's really exciting too. And um, it's it, it's wonderful what you're doing too, Alex. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing and your contribution. You know, it's a huge commitment to to have a podcast, even as just one thing, um, let alone all the other work that you're doing. And um, it makes a big difference. So thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks, Nadine. <laughs> have a beautiful day. Bye.